So I will wrap up that little part and go on to a new topic. Always trying to keep in mind, be still. So the question is always, what is it I am called to do to be still? And I will say to you, one of the things I'm called to do and you're called to do in our Christian pursuit is to to have balance in our life in what I'll call godly self-care. So I will say that we can look at human life having four dimensions, a spiritual dimension, and that at any given moment or any given day or week or month, I need to kind of check in and just see if I'm doing what I need to do to take care of myself. The analogy here is the airplane. On an airplane, the instructions are very clear. You're on the airplane, please uh, take a minute and watch what's going to happen. And the flight attendant says, if we have trouble, oxygen mask will fall from the ceiling. And please put it on and put the strap around your head and pull these red tabs. Those of you with children, please put your oxygen mask on yourself first, then on the child. That's counterintuitive. I love my child. If we're in danger, I want to take care of my child. If you want to take care of your child, you put your mask on yourself first, please. Because if you don't put your mask on yourself, you may not have a child to take care of. If we don't take care of ourselves first, there's no way we're going to take care of others. Anyone who comes to me or you with any kind of need expects us to have something to give, something left over, some energy to expend. So I can't let myself get run down. Or I simply won't have it for others. Therefore, I need to start, and of course, we're back to Genesis. Adam and Eve's first command was till the garden, and that's usually intended as you know, your own mind and body. And this, in one sense, seems like A, B, C, but in the Christian pursuit, especially teaching at a seminary, it is not. It is not self-evident. So I will say a word about it. I need to take care of my physical needs. What does that mean? I need to take care of my physical needs. And primary is a good night's sleep. I need to ensure that I get a good night's sleep most nights. I'll grant all the caveats, parents, little kids, okay, okay, okay. I need to get a good night's sleep. That's not a no-brainer. I taught at a secular university for 24 years. Virtually all university students are sleep-deprived. On average, they're getting less than five and a half hours sleep a night. I'd say to them, how come? I'm Italian. I like sleep. What's the problem? Why don't you like, get good sleep? Whatever it is, beginning with university students, they decide to deprive themselves of sleep. And there's a lot to say about what sleep does. Sleep is restorative. Sleep restores brain neurotransmitters. One of the great natural analgesics is sleep, and one of the great antidepressants is sleep. Most depressed people sleep a lot. Why? Because it makes serotonin. I'm not going to go into a big thing about chemistry, but sleep is restorative. And in our culture, 
most adults will say they're sleep deprived. I think the average American sleeps about 6.25 hours of sleep a night, which is not enough. And will say, I don't get enough sleep. So that's the first thing to say. Second thing to say is exercise. Most people don't exercise enough. They just don't. How come? I don't know. And exercise doesn't have to be, you know, grunt weight. It can be a little walk, especially if it's a power walk. And you, you can run by the rest of that. I think nutrition here at Eagle River isn't a problem. But I don't know about sleep and exercise. I suspect it's not a problem. Only you know. I'll tell you this much. At St. Vladimir's, that's a big problem. What do they say? What are my words? Godly self-care, intellectual, spiritual, emotional, social, and physical. <coughs> if I'm really interested in loving people, I must take care of myself so I have something to give. I must, in some way, cultivate and nurture my intellectual needs, which is th those needs are, are satisfied differently in different people. Some people like to read a lot. Some people like music. Whatever it is that, that nourishes my intellect, I need to respect and, and take care of. Some people, it's just the New York Times crossword puzzle. Okay. That's what gets the juices going. For some people, it's Harry Potter books. Okay. But we have to have time for that. By the way, the great word that's lacking in most human life is the word no. If I'm going to attend to this, I may have to say no to some things. And the reason we don't say no enough is complicated, but usually it depends, pivots on pleasing other people, usually. Most people who are too busy are too busy primarily for that reason. They're really just people pleasers. Emotional, social, whatever that means to you. But one of the things it means is having a bond with at least one other person besides my wife or husband if I'm married, with whom I can say pretty much anything. The converse of that is, I should be saying pretty much everything inside of me to somebody, outside of confession. Yeah. I won't say too much of that here, but I make a big point of that at the seminary. And women are much better at this than men but I simply cannot isolate my emotions. I need to express them, and I need to express them to someone. Mm -hmm. I, most of you are married. I'll say something that you're not gonna like, and that's okay. My opinion is all married people need someone outside the marriage with whom they can share some parts of their psyche. The converse of that is, not everything should be told to my mate. Why? Because we're fallen. 
We're fallen humans. I say that as a married man of 19 years. I think that in some sense we have uh, idolized and idealized marriage. And the expenses are emotions, particularly younger marries. Let me say it this way. In our culture, in Alaska, because you have TV in the world generally, we live in a thoroughly sex-saturated culture. And frankly, it's less sex-saturated in the United States than it is in South America and Europe. Woo! Somebody was just telling me about Brazil. Woo-woo-woo. <laughs> and I've been to Rome. Woo! In where I live, you can't go on Central Avenue and look at the back of a bus. Some of the ads are just too outrageous. And you, you can hardly watch television, regular prime time, regular ordinary 8 o'clock television without being assaulted with uh, sexual stuff. And the truth is we swim in those cultural waters and we're all affected by it. We're not immune. We don't have an insular system against the culture. We try, but the fact is we are folks of 2007. And therefore, we need to deal with all that. And, and in, in Christianity, it's one of the most under-discussed and underrated topics that there are. The, the fastest-growing addiction in the United States, by far, is internet pornography. Just, that's unbelievable. I read a statistics where there are 250 new porn sites a day. I didn't know there were 250 total. I won't go into a big thing about that, but the point I'm making is our sexuality is the culture is trying to bend it one way and another, and we need to deal with it, and we need to talk about it one way and another. And we need to talk to other humans. We need to surrender to God and another human. So one thing one never wants to talk about with one's mate are sexual feelings of arousal one has for somebody else. You don't want to do that. It's hurtful. But you've got to talk to somebody. You can't say, honey, I was really aroused by your cousin the other night. <laughs> you don't want to do that. But you can't hold it in. You can't do nothing with it. It has to be, in some sense, disclosed to a trusting person. So, yeah, I'd make a case that there are things that one cannot heap on one's mate. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's a whole, our whole culture is so, so um, bent, crooked about relationships and marriage. I'll talk about that some of my fourth talk. But for now, uh, my only point is we need to talk about our insides with another human, and not all of it has to be with our mate. I say like that. Now, if you want to talk about that with me privately, you can.